And that. We had a shadowy figure pass by your doorway, by the way. What's that? We had a shadow figure pass by your doorway. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we're live. And we're live. No, that no, that no, that's not a shadow figure. That's that's my wife. I'm married to that shadow oh. figure. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was, it was just... Which, which, by the way, it's our anniversary today. Happy anniversary. Thank you. And uh, we'll go out for dinner tomorrow. You know, it, it was funny. I was thinking, you know, should we go out to dinner over the weekend since it's on a Monday, like celebrated over the weekend? And, and I was like, no, no, thing, things are busy on the weekend. We'll do, you know, we'll have a nice Monday. No one goes out to eat Monday night and then we'll just go out, That's have a right. nice evening at night out, have a nice dinner. And so I said, you know, so I, I, I said to Kristen, we'll, 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 we'll go to dinner, you know, uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, or we'll go to dinner Monday. And she goes, well, what about the show? I was like, uh, Tuesday? Uh, so, so that's what we're doing. Uh, so, yes, that that is uh, when it comes to uh, celebrating our anniversary and the show, what won the show? No, well, no, it's just that, you know, Kristen's cool with that. I knew I could get away no, with that. No, that's good. Yeah, no, that's good. You know. Yeah. So, uh, but we should uh, open the show. So let's... Uh, you are all tuned in to another fun-filled edition of Where's My Sound Effects. I'm your host. And, no, no. Actually, you're really tuned into another fun-filled edition of... Insert title here. And uh, we've made here it, we are. We've made it to another week of this. And... Uh, Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna re- I, I, and, and, and hello to all the Quadraphonic fans out there that may have tuned in because I told I retweeted this on my uh, Quadcast uh, Twitter account because I we're, we're gonna talk about uh, my latest quad purchase. Why? Well, nothing special. It just it's just cool and I I. I That's just, a good topic. I just got it today and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, so I'm gonna bore you all with like checking it out. But um, yeah. Um, so, how's it going, Brian? Pretty good. Pretty good. Not much going on. I'm wearing my new uh, favorite candidate for president. So you're Mr. Forrest Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. You're 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 yep. voting for Gump. Yep. You you saw the choices you had before you, uh, and you decided. And so I picked an actual village idiot. An actual village idiot, as opposed to what the professional village idiots or the fake vi- village or idiots or something like that. Something. Something. I don't know. There are a lot of villages missing their idiots. They seem to all. Uh, That's mi- right. They all migrate towards around. the Washington D.C. area. They all somehow end up there. There's uh, like a magnet. Yeah. Yes. The, oh, is that what that tall white thing is? That's the idiot magnet. The beacon of idiocy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, sorry, George. You know, I I I loved the um. The uh, what was that? They they like tweeted a picture of uh, Paul Ryan tweeted a picture of all the uh, the new interns, and uh, well, you know it was quite a uh, diverse range of hair hair colors in, in that picture. Oh, I missed that. Uh, oh, darn. oh, oh, that was the whitest crowd you'll ever see, the the GOP uh, interns, not not a oh, the, uh, the GOP interns, the GOP yeah, interns, right. yes. Paul Ryan and the GOP interns and this nice, nice big right. picture of, of crowd and, and it's like, wow, they they aren't even trying, are they? Uh, they're, just, right. they're just not. 
Right. And if you don't like what I'm saying, then maybe you should do something about it. I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm just pointing out the facts. I'm just sit- describing the picture as it is. <laughs> that's that's all I'm doing. If you if you don't like it, uh, you know. Fine. You know, hey, it's just what you you thought. That's what you saw. Maybe right? maybe there's another picture of interns that I haven't seen that uh, you you could produce, but. Uh, Right. I, I'm not going to get into like the the uh, I, I just thought, you know, uh, I read someone who made a comment about like what a diverse range of hair colors. And I thought that was a funny lie. So I decided to steal that. That's a good that's a good one. As yes. a guess. Yes. So thank yeah, you. Uncredited I, I would person. go with that one. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to get to the, you know, serious, the young people uh, nowadays. You know, that's not, uh, uh, you know, not unexpected. Although, uh, yeah, I. Kind of un- unexpected that some conservatives would come come up with interesting hair colors. Well, I I mean it was a, a wide range of normal hair colors is is what it was. You know there was oh okay there were blondes or brunettes. You know it was uh, I don't know, maybe maybe we should find the picture and and identify the hair colors uh, in, in in there. You know we'll just bring up the uh, Google images here because you know that's that's how we were we tried to be educational. Sure. All right. All right. So let's see. Uh, Paul Ryan uh, intern picture. I'm sure that'll bring it up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one right there. Um, no, notice th- what a diverse range uh, we have in Can this. Can you zoom in, zoom in on a little bit? Uh, yeah, we could. We could do that. We could do that. That's 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 quite a diverse. Because that's kind of like a thumb size. That's that's quite a diverse crowd right there. That is, uh, I I mean, we, let's see. We got some black here. We got some blonde, uh, blonde, brown, black uh, hair. Uh, Paul Ryan's got the black hair, and he's still uh, sticking with that uh, dorky-looking V thing on his forehead. I I don't know. Yeah, what, right. Yeah, you know. The Herman Munster. Yeah. Or the. Uh, yeah, for some the reason, character. he he yeah, thinks this is an acceptable way to wear your hair, and 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 right. uh, I don't think anyone has the balls to go. Psst, you look like a dork. Yeah, I, but uh, right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, there we go. That is that is quite the diverse looking crowd right there. Uh, the Definitely just, diverse. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was. Uh, uh, well, we, we could... uh, in fact, back to your hair color thing. I mean, there's no reds, oranges, pinks, purples. No, I mean, that's... that's not a cross section of today's youth. And that's not even a very diverse hair color sample, to, to be honest. Right. You know, they uh... now you could go into qualifications, but usually intern internships have little to do with qualification. Am I right? I I mean, there's different colored suits, um, different colored ties. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're finding some things, uh, some diversity in the crowd here. Um, different uh, types of smiles. Some people, you know, just showing the teeth. Some people got the mouth open a little more with the smile. You know, I, 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 I think we can find a little diversity in this picture. Cool. All right. Now, should, I, should I send a message to doing that? It's safe to tune in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, Maybe he's got a different take on it. You know, some, I, some people can't take a joke when you rib the GOP a little bit. You know? <laughs> right. Well, they're having their 
their hour of power. So what the hell, right? Uh, what what the hell? What the hell? I you know. Right. I I anyways. Uh, so it just made reminded me of uh, you know because whenever you you start talking about uh, diversity. And, and politics. Uh, Marianne was always commented on how, uh, you know, I guess there was someone that, that had made a comment on, you know, going into some kind of event. Uh, on one side of the room, you had the old white guys in suits. On the other side of the room, you got a wide, diverse range of uh, younger, older right. people, men and women and, you know, right. different races. Everyone's kind of represented. And, 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 and uh, you know, to me, Whatever you think about policy, it just seems to me that there's just if if you have well, let's, very... let's applaud the uh, Republicans for putting the female um, interns in front. Oh no, no, that's also part of their signature. Right. Well, they put the females in front. Uh, okay. One thing we could say about that picture is that it was a diverse range of males and females. So uh, you know, baby steps, baby steps. You know, right. The GOP has been getting more female-friendly as far as membership. Uh, policy, on the other hand... Of course, maybe hand... they're taking a page out of Bill Clinton's uh, take on uh, female uh, uh, interns. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> hey, let's be let's be even. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, hey, you know, those Democrats are on to something there. Female interns is a good idea. Let's... <laughs> Um, oh, well. Oh, well. So, hey, you know, sex, sexist pigs are not uh, restricted to the oh, to the Republicans. That's something. Or any particular, particular party. That's something we could reach across the aisle about. They, you know, that's we, right. We could be sexist pigs on both sides of the aisle. You know? That's right. That, yeah. That, that is not exclusive to. Uh, that's a bipartisan issue right there is uh, <laughs> being a sexist pig. Uh, anyways. So, I I begin week three of the new job. Oh wow! Yeah. Just moving right on along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what? I made a discovery. We have come a long way in the world of of banking, because uh, uh, now now I was banking with uh, Chase when I was living in California, and and, right. it, and this all started when I googled free banks and Washington Mutual came up on the top. And I, I walked into this, you know, uh, Washington Mutual uh, Bank, uh, which was very bizarre. They had like a circle of tables out in the uh, middle. Uh, you just kind of walked up to a table and a teller was right out there in the open. Very convenient if you wanted to rob the place. Uh, just saying. But but they didn't really have that much cash in the drawers because you, they would process your transaction and they'd hand you a, a ticket that you took up to another machine that dispersed the cash. Um, it was it was very bizarre, and and uh, and uh, they they went tits up, as we all uh, may remember. Uh, and was, then you ended up being a Chase customer. And that is how I ended up banking with Chase. And and they came yeah. in, they ripped out those tables, uh, pulled them right out to the, the curb, uh, and put up a, a traditional uh, teller line. Uh, complete with uh, a glass uh, wall to uh, you know, right. separate the workers from the customers. Uh, That's right. Ha, 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 you wouldn't want the workers being contaminated with the uh, with you know the worker snot. Right? That, yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, uh, it was interesting in um, Hong Kong. I think it's the Bank of Hong Kong. 
they brought in a person to check out the feng shui, right? Right. If you know what, what that's all about. Uh, yeah. That's... I thought it was very interesting. The doors for customers, they had it set up basically to suck them dry. Hmm. The doors for employees were kind of positive energy so that they could take money in. It was very important to them to do it that way. It's like, okay, whatever, you know? Yeah, you want to fuck your customers. All right, and and even be plain about it. Well, at least, you, you know. know it became it, common knowledge. You, you got to be res, uh, respectful of the honesty there, you know? <laughs> now, there's this bank in Singapore. I thought this was very clever. So they have one separate lobby for regular retail customers. So you and me, the average show schmuck could come in, standard teller lines, whatever. Right. You know, you know what we're used to. The common. And then they had a separate premier one for the big corporate customers. You know, you're bringing in a million bucks, or get out of here, right? Right. You know, they probably have. You know, who knows what goes on? You know, in the world of the one percenters, right? And then they had a third level of office that they called Frank. Okay. And Frank was for the hipster to come in, complain, you know, hang out, play some video games and stuff like this. Like, huh? <laughs> um, I, I don't I even know how the tell- teller system works. I uh, well, it does that. Are you sure that wasn't like the arcade next to the bank? No, this was a bank, a, a branch office. So, so, uh, uh, so teller line and video games. Uh, and and stuff that would be of interest to kids, to you know, to young people. Uh, okay. Now, now were the free arcade games, or do they take quarters? Yeah, yeah. It was coming. It was literally for them to come in and hang out. Okay. Because I was thinking, if they took quarters, you know, what better place to set up an arcade than right in the bank? Because they could give you more quarters to pump into the machine and deduct it right out of your account. And and I I didn't actually walk in there because it, shall we say it wasn't my thing. It wasn't even my bank. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, I didn't even see many people go in there, number one. And number two is kind of like, you know, were they just f- free video things to get? You know, I, I, I didn't really know what the layout was. It wasn't like pinball machines. You weren't, you weren't sure. That too. It, was, it was more, you know, upscale kind of things or whatever what, yeah it like, was weird uh, upscale arcade machines i don't i don't get uh, well that was kiosks and that sort of thing you know and i didn't go in to look and see what the kiosks were huh but there were different things and seating areas and stuff like this for them to real you know young people to relax of course most young people are hitting the books you know 100 miles an hour so they go to the starbucks and sit down and they're cranking on their homework and using the free wi-fi or whatever so they're trying to put the location. In fact, there was a Starbucks across the way and Starbucks was jammed. You can't get a place to sit because people are using it to do their homework and stuff. So you could go to the bank and hang out there instead. And they usually have free coffee. You see, it was it was just that kind of thing. It was like. I don't get what the whole idea was. It was I, weird. I, yeah, that sounds weird. But anyway, so that's how I ended up bank with Chase, and then I I moved out here, and uh, I I think there's like one 
uh, Chase Branch somewhere in Massachusetts or something like some weird thing like that. And, and like like there is uh, um, actually I think there might be a, Ch- a Chase Branch in Boston. But rem- mind you, I was planning on settling down in Maine. So it was like, well, I still had my account with the first open in Maine because I yeah. I never closed it completely. I just yeah. it down to like, you know, 26 cents. And uh, right. it, it was a free for life checking with a small bank that I used to work for them. And so I'm, I'm like, well, t- you know, I'm going to go there and, and t- put my money back in there. And there we go. I, I I'm back in business. Uh, and, and then I ended up here uh, where there are no branches. And I just set up. But when, when I got my uh, job at Analog, I just set up for direct deposit there. And it's like, you know, you could totally bank without having to visit the branch. Um, but now I start the new job and I. They um, didn't get the direct deposit set up quick enough to uh, deposit my first payment. So my first uh, check, they gave me a live check, and I'm like, "Oh, great! Now I gotta like you know arrange a trip up to you know like Damariscotta or Wiscass. It's probably the closest branch, but you know, but there's no place there to stay. Uh, maybe I need to you know go visit uh gothard's family or something for a week so you're uh let me just kind of put this clear uh so your old bank hasn't come up to uh banking by phone where you can scan the check well you know what it turns out they have um but oh, that, cool. they, See? that caught me go anywhere man that caught no me. pants day going doing the banking i knew that big banks had been doing that but it was still kind of yeah. like you know I, I, last i paid attention it was kind of a newish type of thing that i didn't know how far that spread and i and i had a, an app to check my account uh, balance and stuff like that for the first yeah but i didn't i didn't think they were doing deposit yet because they're just you know a small local bank and i i didn't think that yeah. hit the small local bank but it has it has hit the small local banks and i go and check the app i can deposit took a picture of my check bam so that's great so i'm set i don't so you did elect electronically that way then yeah so i, I could keep cool so yeah, actually while i was in singapore i was doing that all the time yeah so you like, know it's how am like, i gonna deal with this check i don't I'm have to have... uh i don't have to get an account here i'm, I'm done there's no reason to go local with my banks. I'll just stick with banking right. in Maine while living in Mass. You know, um, one painful transaction is that uh, I had a, a vendor that needed a check from me, and you know, a lot of banks are going checkless. Yeah. So I go to the uh, bank to get a cashier's check, which was a horrible wait in line. Oh yeah. And then going to the post office, another horrible wait in line to you know, uh, get a stamp on it and drop it and, in the box. Cashier's checks from banks are expensive. Yeah. Well, the, and the, if, if that was str- the weird part is that this wasn't that expensive, but I was under the impression it was supposed to be free. And this was not free. Well, it depends on now, if you're the type of customer that's going to the 1% uh, part of the bank, you know, they, they give you any, right. and, if if you you know if if right. you have money and and it's really not a problem to pay for stuff like that you don't have to pay for it but if you don't have money right. and that's gonna you know well I didn't have a one percent account you you, 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 you gotta so. love this mentality the people that that's can right. afford it don't have to pay for it but if you can't you afford it, it they're gonna get you for every nickel and dime it. they can get out of you what is wrong with people. Oh. 
See, you know what it means? It's just another reason why being poor sucks. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it just this being poor, too expensive. Can't do it. So vote for Forrest, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Right? I don't know what that has to do with being poor or not being poor, but let's just vote for him. I don't know. He's going to change things. He's Yeah. Yeah. He's going to run. Although, although I pointed out to a person that decided he's going to vote for Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the person, shall we say, was liberal leaning. And I kind of go, but isn't Mickey a corporate icon? That the person didn't respond to me. I think I was probably reeling in the in that pain. You know, I, I didn't want to bring up bring together painful memories. We're, or anything, we're, we're gonna have to find another like non corporate uh, animated <coughs> character to vote right. for. Um, I, I'm I'm guessing that Forrest is probably also a uh, corporate icon. After all, it's the you know the the Bubba Gump restaurant chain that. That sells it. I'm just I'm I'm googling. But they're smaller smaller pie than uh, you know than than Disney anyway. Well, let's let's uh, you know what I not I, to mention not to drop any names. I found a list here of the 21 worst cartoon characters of all time. Now I don't know if we're going to get away from corporate, but uh, let's see. Tweety Bird, no, that's 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 uh, you know Looney Tunes. Uh, Pebbles and Bam Bam, no, that, that well, but work. but Tweety Tweety Bird is cool. Uh, Teddy, Depending on who you are. Teddy I Ruxpin, mean, uh, Pepe Le Pew, um, Olive Oil, uh, Gazoo. Gazoo. Uh, from the Flintstones, that like alien, green alien dude with the little. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, C3PO uh, from Droids, The Adventures of R2D2 and C3PO. Right. Oh, Rubik from Rubik the Amazing Cube. There we go. Yeah, that's not a good one. <laughs> uh, no, that's 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 not a good one. Uh, David the Gnome. Oh, there we go. There we go. We can vote for David the Gnome. Yeah. Didn't he die in the last episode, though? I don't know. I never followed that one. Uh, Orko from He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. You know, uh, you go through a Target store and, you know, behind the DVD section, they have a row of, you know, movie and promotional gizmos, you know, Star Wars junk, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what's popping back big time, of course, is Pokemon because of Pokemon Go. Right. We could have a whole hour on Pokemon Go. Uh, the funniest tweet that I saw, not not to, uh, del- you know, not to be distracted from our main topic, but uh, there was a guy that tweeted, um, yeah, there are six kids staring at the light pole in my front, you know, front of my house. <laughs> I'm going to call the cops, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> it's like. Well, well, Kristen yeah. took her first little walk uh, to, and I think she caught two Down Pokemon. The wild side. Yeah, yeah, she caught yeah. two. Uh, she she may have caught a third one, but the thing froze while trying to catch the third one, so she's not sure what happened. Uh, but uh, oh. yeah, but but we took a drive. Um, a- actually, this leads me to my next story because you know uh, things got hot, and uh, I I came home uh, from work on Friday. And it was, you know, it was a bit hot. And, you know, I spent all day working in an air-conditioned building, took the air-conditioned train home, and then got home to the hot apartment. And um, last weekend, 
we visited Kristen's parents because they've recently moved to uh, the Newport area. So, you know, about an hour drive from here. So we go check out the place that they're you know, renting. You know, nice house they're renting there. And, you know, have a nice uh, visit with them. Have a nice dinner with them. And uh, while I'm there, uh, my mother-in-law uh, gives me a hard time going, you have to buy another air conditioning unit. You, you don't have enough air Because con- we have this one small window unit that's basically powerful enough to cool one room, which I was setting up in the bedroom. So that way, you know, if it was hot at night, we turn it on and we could sleep comfortably that night. And I figure I'm not home much of the day. If Kristen's asthma is acting up or she's uncomfortable, we got a TV in the bedroom. We got a bed in the bedroom, a place to sit, relax, some TV to watch. What more could you want? You know, if if it's bad, hang out in that room. Plus, our computer's a laptop. So, you know, I, I, you know, I thought one room that's air conditioned was adequate, uh, you know, uh, but but. Um, you know, but then again, I got home Friday and I realized, oh, dear, you know, I'm not going to spend the whole weekend in the bedroom and it is kind of hot. So when Kristen's like, you know, oh, uh, my, my mom said that if you don't buy another air conditioning unit, she's going to buy us one. I was like, all right, you twisted my arm. Let's go air conditioning shopping. And uh, so, yeah, we, we now I, I bought a, um, a 10,000 uh, BTU unit, which. Uh, I set that up in the uh, living room, so I figured that's good enough to get the living room, our bedroom, and the kitchen. And then the small window unit I put into uh, one of our uh, back bedrooms, and that kind of gets the back area of the apartment. So, yeah, we're covered. But, uh, well, good job, man. But the the reason why Pokemon Go has anything to do with that is because uh, Friday night while driving to Walmart, it kept on driving past people roaming around uh, the neighborhood uh, looking at their phones. And they uh, like, oh, there they are looking for Pokemon. <laughs> that's how. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's that's uh, literally. You go drive to the store, and there's just you know young people staring at their phones, walking around. You got you got to watch out for them because at some point someone's going to walk in front of my car. I just know it. So. You know. Apparently, there have been some fatalities. My, I was talking to my brother earlier, and he said there have been some fatalities. I, that doesn't surprise me. Which sucks. You know, I mean, uh, it's, uh, you know, I mean it's, it's a lot like texting. You know, you're taking your uh, attention away from what you're doing. And one of the funniest videos, although it's kind of sad, I don't think the person got hurt, but this person's walking along texting and walks right into a fountain and, you know, kerplosh. Is this a game or a way to thin the herd? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is for the, uh, what is it, Agenda 21 people? They're they're trying to kill us off? Yeah, I, I, it could be. Uh, or know, whatever conspiracy theory you want to follow. Let me, let me see if I can. Let's see if there's been a YouTube video of Pokemon Go fails yet. Uh, let's see. Pokemon Go. Top 10 hilarious Pokemon Go fails. And, hey and everyone, accidents. this is Trend Crave here. Okay, this this video, exists. We're be going through the top ten Pokemon Go fails and accidents. Okay, let's see if you guys what we have got ever here. done anything embarrassing while you're playing Pokemon Go. Well, this is ten minutes long, so let's a skip ahead a little a bit. Bluff in Encinitas. They actually fell some seventy-five to hundred feet down to the beach below. Officers say they simply got distracted while they were trying to collect a prize. Crews rescued one man with a rope. Those men were not seriously hurt. Okay, so this is like a collection of like the news reports that have been out there about people doing stupid shit while playing Pokemon right. Go. So please, 
Do not walk off a cliff while playing Pokemon. Unless you're the type of person that's stupid enough to walk off a cliff, in which case, hey, happy trails. I've been playing uh, Mobile Strike on the iPhone, mm-hmm. available also on the Android. And that's the one that Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Schwarzenegger? Uh, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. I can't even talk C- right. Careful, careful. They became all dangerously close. I know. <laughs> Schwarzenegger, isn't it? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that averaged. Arnold. That. We just say Arnold, Arnold. And, and you know what we mean. The governator. The governator. There we go. Uh, anyway, so I've been playing that game, and one of the things that you can do when you're high enough level and your opponent is high enough level, you can capture his commander. And one of the cute things, you can rename the commander, you know. Uh, I captured one guy and called him Dead Man Walking. Uh, another guy, just zombie. And another guy, some something else, whatever. Uh, easy kill, whatever. Uh, it would be fun to re- go through and rename those guys to Pokemon characters. Oh, there you go. And, you know, hey, you know, we're, we're getting into this thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, I wonder what else we're... Well, here we are. We're, we're a half hour into the show, and I'm just like... Already. Already. So, you know what? I think it's time to... Uh, you know, what did Gators add to his quad collection today? What did Gators add to his quad collection today? Well, well, let's start with... You know, and, and Brian, I'll, I'll let you throw out a few guesses. What format do you think it comes on? Vinyl. Uh, uh, wrong. No. Uh, open wheel tape. Nope. Open wheel tape. Nope. No. 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 A A track tape. Nope. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're running out of options. You think? I think I'm out of options. Is there another option that I didn't think of? Yeah. Blu-ray. Okay. Blu-ray. Right. Oh, is quad Blu-ray? Quad Blu-ray. Yeah, did I? Um, But wouldn't that be just surround? No, 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 no. This contains every Chicago quad mix. Oh, it's it's quad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Merely four channels. Merely four channel. I believe it also contains stereo as well, but it's the Chicago. Oh, I saw your tweet recently where you're saying to a guy, "Quad is uh, what four times better than mono." Uh, well, well, the, I, I like that. That was well. well Steve Gutenberg made a tweet uh, about his latest article, uh, posing the question: "Is stereo twice as good as mono?" And so I said, "You know, oh come on, ask the questions that people really want to know the answers to. Is quad four times as good as mono?" And he did not respond to me. The only thing I got Steve Gutenberg to respond to was he recently reviewed a turntable, and, and it had a nice review. And I was actually thinking, like, gee, you know, maybe if I wanted to buy a turntable, that might not be a, a bad option. And lately I'm thinking that might not be a bad option because my, my turntable has a, a bad cable on it. And buying a replacement cable uh, that that is of the type that would work with this turntable would be fucking expensive. 
So uh, it, it might be I might be better off just buying a new a modern turntable, of decent quality for a few hundred bucks, and buying a cable for like a few hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, so, but Although I, yeah, I, I think the cooperative though is finding a decent turntable because I've heard some the auto quality is crap. A lot of them are. Well, well, yeah, but this turntable but, that Steve Gutenberg re- 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 reviewed recently yeah. uh, came out with a pretty good review, and, and the guy kind of, yeah. you know, uh, he he, he I, I disagree with some of the things he said, but he knows audio equipment. Um, yeah. But anyways, the point is he reviewed the turntable, and I thought, you know what? I, I just want to be funny and, and out there enough to see if I can get a, a response from him because that's been my thing lately is, uh, you know, I wonder if I can get this guy to reply to me. And so I replied to Steve Gutenberg. I mean, after all, kudos to you. You got Penn Gillette to respond to you. We're gonna we're gonna I get to that. that. Was fantastic. That is fantastic. Oh, this I wrote is... the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. So now the rest of your boring story. The rest of my boring story. <laughs> well, so I he reviewed the turntable, and of course, like any modern turntable or any turntable made in the last like fifty years, um, well, no, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Like any turntable okay. made since like the mid seventies, it only has two speeds. Uh, and I need a four-speed turntable, which I have a four-speed turntable, but you can't get a four-speed turntable of decent quality. So I tweeted him, hey, that's great, but what do, what do I do if I need a four-speed turntable? And he actually replied to that and said, I haven't seen a four-speed turntable in decades. Maybe buy an old used Dual. <laughs> so, right, right. Which Venison would love that. But uh, right. yeah, so you saw how I managed to get uh, Pet Gillette to uh, tweet yeah, at me. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't understand the conversation, but uh, oh well, that was cool. Do you have a deck of cards? You don't. He liked it. He liked it. Well, I, yeah, I was being a jackass is actually what I was being. Do you? Um, but he was okay with that. I think. Well, yeah, I think so. He was, uh, and I figured he probably would be the type of guy to respond. Uh, sarcastically to some guy being an asshole because you know Penn can be an a- asshole and, yeah. and and if there's one thing Penn and Teller is all about it's about totally giving away magic secrets uh, by any chance you have a deck of cards handy that you wouldn't mind ripping some of them in half uh, no I don't think so Okay, well that's okay because I do. So yeah, I, 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 oh, oh, hey, all right. You were set up on this. Good. Yeah. Well, well, Penn, uh, uh, Penn and Teller have been doing this uh, TV series called Fool Us, which is awesome. I highly recommend it. And they just started a third season of it. And 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 the great part is is that this time they they got uh, uh, what's her name uh, uh, the chick that played Willow and Buffy hosting it so you know I could spend you know in between uh, performances kind of like you know uh, checking her out a bit because you know I'm just gonna say Sarah Michelle Gellar absolutely love her uh, but Willow was a close second you know I I wouldn't mind a three way with Buffy and Willow I'm just saying. Just throwing that out there, uh, you know. I uh, so so Useful thinking or anything. So so if if they're listening, uh, you know. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, that's at Johnny Gators on the Twitter. Hit me up. <laughs> I I will fly cross country for the guy, opportunity. Just because a guy has a fantasy doesn't make him a sexist pig. And right? if we can get Melissa Joan Hart in on this as well, you know. Uh, j- just saying. A four-way. Oh. 
Hey, who doesn't like quad? Who? <laughs> yes, yes. Now you're talking my language. All right. See now, now, now we got the best line of all for anybody. You yeah. know. You know. So, anyways, the the point is, is that Penn, um, Penn and Teller end each episode by performing a trick themselves. And this time, they throughout the show, they're like, "We're gonna do a trick live in your house. Get a deck of cards that you don't mind destroying." And of course, I got decks of cards. I don't mind destroying them, and I could do the trick for you. But I can't perform it as well as Penn does, you know. And this is why Penn's the professional, and I'm, you know, broad- oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and I'm broadcasting to one person watching this on YouTube right now. <laughs> well, I, I let's see, what was the name of the show that you said he was? They uh, were Fool Us. Fool Us, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen a couple of episodes, and once in a while they do get fooled, but usually not. Usually not. Usually they know and what they're doing. Sometimes they just appreciate a guy that can put together a good trick. Oh yeah. You know, they, they totally do, which I which I really like. So they here's here's the trick they did. You take four cards and and you hold them like this, so you're looking at the backs. And 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 you know, first you uh, and this is all about you're going to find love. Insert performance about finding love with hand motions and everything and great showmanship here. You know, imagine. I'm a good performer, and I'm doing a good job of this. And you take your cards and you you, you fold them in half, uh, like like this, and 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 okay, and then you fold them in half, the other way, you know, and that helps you weaken them up, and and now you're going to rip those four cards in half, and you know, so you got half here, half here, and now take them. Don't change the order of them, and you're gonna you know put the one half on top of the other half. And so now we have eight cards in our hand. And, you know, once again, showmanship about finding love and we're going to find love and take one card on top and you put it on the bottom and you take two cards on top and put them on the bottom and, and you know, take, take three cards off the top. Do not put them on the bottom. Whatever you do. No, no. Are you crazy? Put them anywhere you want to in the middle. You know, so you got lots of options here. Now, mind you, when he's doing this with his great performance, they handed out cards to everyone in the audience. So they're doing this in front of an audience full of people with cards. So the thing is, you put it anywhere you want to in the middle. So now everyone's cards are a little bit different now. And uh, take the card on top and put that somewhere close to your heart. You know, if you had like a, a pocket on your shirt here close to your heart, you'd put it in there. But I... I don't have a pocket on my shirt, so uh, my I have a I have a tag. You have a tag, okay? <laughs> that that does nothing for us here, though. But I but, was actually wish that they put it in the front so I could look like a total uh, village idiot. That, that'd be nice. But go ahead. But my heart is in my turntable, and my turntable's right near here, so I'm just going to put that card down on top of my turntable, and we'll come back to that later. All right. So at this point, showmanship. We're going to find love. And various instances of, you know, take a card and put it in the middle and take two cards and throw it in the middle somewhere and, you know, do all this. Another card in the middle. Showmanship, showmanship. And, and, and in fact, since since we're, you know, doing this in front of an audience, take a card off the top and trade it with the person sitting next to you. Now, this got a little tricky for me because Kristen wasn't doing this trick. So I didn't have anyone to trade with. So I just grabbed another random card out of my deck that I destroyed and I ripped it in half. And, and I pretend that that was the card from the person next to me. So I take the card off the top, and bam, we'll throw that over there. And I'll take that card, I'll throw that in the middle somewhere. So now we even got like an oddball card in the middle of all my cards here to mix things up. And, and, and now, and now, take one, two, 
or three cards off the top, your choice, however many you want to take, and, and throw them away, you know, and depending on how good your love life is. Your love life not that good, only throw one card away. Uh, your love life kind of, eh, throw two cards away. If it's great, throw three cards away. Now, my love life's great. I threw three cards away. But for the demonstration here, in case anyone out there is following along with this horrible performance, I'm only throwing one card away because some people are going to run out of cards before other people. And so basically we do this next part until you get down to your last card. And once you're down to your last card, you just stop and wait for everyone else to catch up. And for some reason, showmanship, we're going to go through the days of the week. You can find love on a Monday. Take the card off the top, put it on the bottom. Find love, your top card on a Tuesday, put that on the bottom. Take a card on the top, you're going to find love on a Wednesday. Put it on the bottom, you're going to find love on a Thursday. Find love on a Friday. Find love on a Saturday. I love it a Sunday. There we go. We've gone through all the days of the week and put a card from the top on the bottom each time there. Once again, I am not the performer. This absolutely sucks. So now we're going to do good old-fashioned she loves me, she loves me not. Take the top card and find love. Uh, put it on the bottom. This card, love me not. Throw it away. Uh, here we go. This card, find me love. Love me not. Throw it away. She loves me. She loves me not. Throw it away. She loves me, she loves me not, throw it away. She loves me, she loves me not, throw it away. We're down to our last card. And take that card out of your pocket. And here we go, and some big performance and the big reveal, and we have found love. And that's, uh, that's how the trick works. Our, our one lone viewer hung out for this whole trick and 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 like just as I got down to my last card before the reveal, stopped watching. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want the answer. Pen Pendulet could not make it through to the end of that performance, apparently. <laughs> Pen, come back. Pen was like, oh, I'm listening to the stream. Come oh, back crap. To the video. He, he got it right. I don't want to see this. So, uh, of course. There was at least one or two people in the audience who couldn't follow instructions properly and ended up with something more like this. But most of the people in the audience had had this, and so you know now that's that right there. That's that's magic. That's magic. So as a result of this, what do people start doing? People start tweeting Pendulette pictures of their matching cards, saying, "I have found love." And every time someone did this, Pendulette retweeted it. And, and so, you know, I, I see this happen for a few days. And so then, what was it, Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, I'm sitting at my computer, and I'm trying to, you know, pull up a quad conversion I did years ago to compare the quad mix on that record to an SACD I had gotten. And my file became corrupted, and I couldn't open it. So I was in a pissed-off mood. So I decided to go to Twitter and let Bill Gates know that my file was corrupted. I didn't even and drop I saw an F. That tweet. I didn't. And, and even... he did not respond. He did not respond, and I didn't even drop an F bomb. I, I I just let him know that, that Windows. Was close, though. Yeah, I I let him know Windows corrupted my file. I I I thought it was polite. I thought it would have been funny if he replied to that, but 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 he he didn't. He didn't. So, but you know, so while after while I do that, another retweet comes from Penn of someone else who found love tweeting a picture of the card. Now, here's the thing: is that it, it, as I'm doing the trick, I immediately knew what Penn was doing and how he did it. It wasn't that hard to figure out. 
I mean, the finishing move was the turkey as part of it. But as I'm doing it, I'm like, you know, you know, he just basically put the card that he wants to force on me on the bottom. And all this putting stuff in the middle isn't doing anything to the bottom card. Right, uh, you, right. you know, when you take three off the top, put it on the bottom, you basically separate it two halves out to the top and the bottom. And then, you know, you put that in the pocket. And then all you got to do is force the card that's on the bottom. It, it wasn't that hard to figure out. And I'm sure, you know, everyone in America figured it out. But he put on a good performance. But I was in a pissy mood, and Penn just kept retweeting these pictures of handsome cards of people who found love. It's like, so I decided, you know what? Penn would respect me if I was an ass to him. Because right. that's the type of person he is. So I, I, resp- I replied to one of these tweets. And I said, you know, some of us even found a way to hold the half of the back while shuffling things around and bring it to the front. And Penn Gillette respected that enough to tweet back at me wow you are so smart amazing yippee right so is that great or what it was great it was so great that you're now like uh much like the viewer that left before the final reveal you just pulled up your phone and are like hey maybe there's someone funny over here uh, actually, I wanted to look at some of the p- pictures that people tweeted in, so I went into Gillette's Penn Gillette's Twitter account to see. Uh, right. Meanwhile, see the matching. What would be funny is to tweet in a picture of a mismatch. I found love. I think I'm. Bl- I must be fucking blind. <laughs> you know, something like that. That'd be great if, like, Damon Fabrio tweeted a picture of two unmatching halves of cards. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, as you can see on his Twitter account, he has been retweeting lots of pictures of ripped in half cards. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going down the list to just yeah. But you know what? I mean, he tweets a lot of stuff, so there's a lot of stuff in between. But you know what's great is that uh, a magician in London uh, liked my tweet to uh, Ben Gillette. So I got a kick out of that. Maybe, maybe that guy couldn't figure it out until until he saw his your tweet. You go, oh, that's how he did it. Shit. Oh, <laughs> I, I I think he figured it out. Yeah. Here here's the thing: if you're really struggling to figure it out, go find like the episode on YouTube, play it back, and do the trick. But do it while actually looking at the faces of the cards instead of looking at the backs of the cards. At the backs, right? Right. And you'll you'll kind of notice. Oh. Hey, Hey, that one's kind of staying put throughout yep, the whole the thing. One. Yeah, you there know. you go. And yep. now, I mean, the trick is the whole, you know, throw one, two, or three cards away, and now how do you force people with different amounts of cards in their hands? But, you know, cycling through top to bottom seven times and then doing every other one results in that one, whether you threw away one, two, or three cards. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, there you go. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing of the thing is that you know how a trick works, but the audience typically doesn't. So the audience is getting lost in all of this one card, two card, three card, shuffling around. Right. Put these time on the bottom and all, you know, blah, 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 and, blah. And- you know they've they've lost. I mean, it's like the old shell the game. Right. The shell game is also very simple. Because the guy that's doing the shuffling knows exactly where it is, you know. Well, here's the thing. All it is. Here's the thing. After doing the trick, if you haven't figured it out, that's okay because you've just destroyed a, a, a perfectly good deck of cards. 
you have enough cards to do this trick 12 more times to try to figure it out. Right. So, you know, you have... I mean, you could match a pair of aces, a pair of jacks, a pair of queens, a pair of kings, do the same thing without tearing cards in half. So you just kind of go, hey, see, I ended up with two pairs. You know, I did not think of that. Let's uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, that, would, that would be easy. I mean, <laughs> you kind of go, she was is Gillette uh, working for a card company? Because he just got a shitload of people to well, tear a deck of cards in half. <laughs> well, well, everyone plays solitaire on their computer now. Who doesn't have a deck of cards kicking around a drawer somewhere that they're never going to sure. touch again? But I, I actually I have a deck of cards. I don't even. Uh, yeah, it's some in some box someplace. I have a deck of cards that still has the shrink wrap. I do too. And the cool things is a deck of AMC Pacer cards. Hmm. And recently, there's a program called uh, Wheeler Dealer where they're getting some old car, restoring it, and whatever. And they did an AMC Pacer. It was really cool and in fact i wanted to you know take a snap of it you know in a shrink wrap where you can see the thing and and send it to the to the host of the show because those guys were on twitter that would that would have been cool to do and i may do that yet right uh it was a show from this season so it's not way the hell out of whack so it is actually fun to watch some show and see if that show is on twitter I have come across a number of show hosts, you know, from, you know, HGTV to, you know, other shows. And they're kind of fun to see how these people react. Right. There's this new new show on HGTV. The hosts are not on Twitter. And you see people tweeting about it. And most of it's kind of negative. These people don't do, you can't do shit, you know, kind of thing. It was kind of like, whoa, uh, I guess you don't like that show. <laughs> no, I guess not. Well, you know, there's so yeah. much crap on TV. And you, you know what really sucks? Yeah. Speaking of TV, I had an interesting situation because, uh, you know, I went on vacation a few weeks back before I started the new job. And uh, I was, you know, hanging out down the shore uh, for a week. And, you know, my dad's got cable at the beach house. Now I was flipping through the channels. And he's got a decent cable package. And, 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 you know, VH1 Classics actually plays a lot of 80s and 90s music videos. Yeah, hours at that, a time yeah. i'm yeah. like oh my god this is an awesome channel and they even once a week they play a few episodes of pop-up video which i love that show i would dvi right. the shit out of that so i was like you know what when i get home i want to upgrade my cable package to a level that has vh1 classics and then just start dvring all this you know great music video goodness and then have stuff to you know kind of put on around the house on the yeah. weekends and and so I I um I right now my my cable package is is about about fifty bucks a month plus taxes, and 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 I I figure I just need to go up to the next channel level, and 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 I would have VH1 Classics. So it's basically I call them up. I'm like, hey, look, it. I I'd like to upgrade to the next channel level. What could you do for me to you know? And 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 they're like, well, we we can't just add that on to your current package. You know, we can't do it like that. So we'd have to find a new special. And basically, it it would be a hundred bucks a month to get the package that has my internet level yeah. now plus the. And I'm like, wait, you mean you got to double my bill? 
just just so uh, to, to add a, a few channels he's for like, one channel right right, over, right, yeah. right. he's like yeah. well well what's the, really a better option is we give you the deluxe package that includes the movie channels and this and that and that's 110 bucks a month and i'm like yeah but i don't want those movie channels i just want vh1 classics you know like now we can't right right i, I mean it's like yeah I, I hate that yeah actually i got a call three calls this morning from comcast with this special promotional deal you know i'm paying like 60 bucks a month and it would drop it to 50 bucks a month for two years and it's not a contract but the catch is you have to prepay five months in advance. It's just something uh, is weird about it. That's that's that that's like oh my god, we're desperate for cash right now. How can we get? <laughs> yeah, what I, the? I, you know it's just weird. Wait, and wait. Apparently it's... they got they got Amazon involved in it, and you get like a gift card or something like that. It's like wait a minute. I don't know. It's just you know no, it, I don't think so. It's not a contract. Does that mean if you decide to cancel? That's what they say. See, that's a weird thing. So if you cancel ahead of time, they'll give you a refund? Basically contracts that are not a contract. So does that mean they give you something? You're actually getting into a contract. I mean, you know, this is bullshit. Well, that all depends on what the refund policy is. Right. You know, do they give you your credit back yeah. if you? Because typically you can't get a credit. Typically, utilities or yeah. services like that will give you yeah. a credit if if you're yeah. in the positive and you cancel your account. But um, right. is there some kind of a clause there that your prepayment is not a contract? But you we're know, not you know, if you look yet. at the contract and you go, you go, uh, this is blah 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 blah. Right. But I've noticed, you know, that's that the industries just find different ways to do the same things and yeah. they'll dress it up differently to keep things interesting and attract, uh, keep things attractive. Right. Because it used to be that. Con- well, you know, actually, Ver- Verizon, actually. So. Yeah. That's my where wife I was just going. Jumped into, uh, picked up an iPhone. So she's moved into the smartphone character category. And, you know, contract, uh, Verizon is saying, oh, yeah, yeah, there's no contract. There's no contract anymore. So they're getting away from it. But still, there's a two-year payoff on this phone. Yeah. Well, it used to be. How the fuck is that working? It, it used to be that they gave you a deal on the phone or they would give you, like, uh, the older model for free or practically free. But right. you had a contract. Now, there's no contract, but there's no, there's not deals on the phones like they used to have, and exactly, and they encourage right. you to finance the phone because you know it's not a six hundred dollar right. phone; it's only you know five bucks a month. Yet, uh, <laughs> uh, this uh, this is probably true with Verizon as well. But in the past, when a new version of the iPhone would come out, you know, outfits like AT and T and I think Verizon as well, the stock price would drop. Hmm. You kind of go, wait, wait, wait. They're going to be selling a shitload of phones. No, they're going to be selling a bunch of liabilities going forward. You know, so at first, you know, the the receipts are, you know, down in the shitter and it'll gradually come back up. You know, so, you know, the the Wall Street doesn't like this shit at all. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. You kind of go, wait, in the end, you can have more customers. Now Wall Street is short-term thinking. Two years is two years is too long. That's 
That's just crazy talk you know. right there, too. Well, years, it, it so. just it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. <laughs> you know, sure. You know, it's, even like this uh, y- y- this Brexit, the 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 the, the, the Brits leaving <laughs> Brexit. 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 See, I can't even speak. Uh, so leaving the European Union, the stock market took a big dive, and within a week, it's recovered. You know, it's very short-term thinking. You know, it's yeah. like panic, panic, panic. You know, the the sky is falling. Uh, you know, it's the end of the world. And then it, they kind of go, oh, never mind. You know, I'm glad you brought up uh, the Brexit because I um I, I just got to I, I should have prepared. I, I You know what? I had a friend that uh, posts on Facebook uh, just a video clip that basically says, you know, I think this subs up the Brexit. That's all they need. <laughs> these matches. It's batches. The ashtray and these matches and the remote control and the paddle ball. Paddle ball. This land. The ashtray. This paddle game and the remote control and the lab. And that's all I need. That's all he needs. There you go. There's the Brexit uh, summed up. The matches, the <laughs> ashtray, the remote control, the chair. And the lamp. And that's <laughs> all I need. And he's adding and adding stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's very weird. That that sums yeah, it up. I, I was, you know, follow this guy on uh, Twitter, a British guy on Twitter and on Facebook and whatever. And he. He had an article in uh, a bass player magazine several years ago. Basically, here's how to use Twitter to promote your music. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he's all upset about the Brexit and and the response. And he decides he's going to take a break from Facebook and Twitter. And he's a lot of response, including me, basically saying, oh, man, I really love your commentary, whatever, you know, and. Uh, you know, you know, do what you got to do, but you know, whatever, right. you know, anyway. So in, in, a, in less a few days, he's already back. And I mean, you know, don't threaten, you know, in fact, uh, one of, uh, Anil's friends, uh, uh, about a year ago, basically said, I got to take a break from Facebook, uh, you know, because the political heat was getting too, you know, too much for her. And and then something happened that was in the positive and bam, she's back in a flash. It's like, OK, I'm not going to be fooled a third time. I'm going to just say, you know, 
hey, you know, it's been fun, but don't let the you know door hit you in the fanny, you know, right. because you're going to be back. It's, you know, it's, leave the door a crack, open a crack. It's the Internet version of if so-and-so gets into office, I'm moving to Canada, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Cause I, okay. I mean, because yeah, let, let me face it. Actually, they're, they're building a wall. <laughs> Have you seen those videos? And, and they're going to make us pay for it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's great. Said the bill to Donald J. Trump. My, my, uh, my, my wife works with a woman that is a Canadian citizen mm. living in the U.S. Uh, and... Uh, uh, you know, my response is, hey, we, we have friends that are Canadian. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you, we'll move up to visit our friends. Meanwhile, in, in the world of Donald Trump news, um, have you heard about this? I, I was listening to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And uh, you know what? I haven't gone and verified the sources or, or done my own independent research. So I'm just passing along something that came from a joke quiz show based on current events in the news. Uh, I'm just a I'm just a guy with zero viewers on YouTube. <laughs> right, right. But uh, uh, but so so before you angrily call in to you know correct the facts, just you know uh, call in and friendly and, and, and nicely correct the facts if you must. But apparently, you know, Donald Trump talks all about you know this you know how much he gives to charity and whatever, and they did some yeah. research. And, and and they they were struggling to find any uh, examples or evidence that uh, Donald Trump has given anything uh, to charity. And they yeah. finally found one example of a charitable contribution given by Donald Trump, but it turned out it was a different guy named John, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that uh, yeah. Uh, oh, hey, is it break time? Um, I, I suppose uh, we can go for a little uh, break time. So let's, uh, right. you know, we'll uh, take a little breather here right. and uh, we'll be All back right, with some right. tech talk. Yeah. Yo, this is Dune from the Dune and Bob Show. Ah, uh, you're probably wondering what all this racket is in the background. Well, with the way the gas prices and the economics have been lately and basically everything else Obama has done to us, I've had to take on a second job. Shh, don't tell anybody, but I'm a nighttime DJ at a club. It, oh, hang on a second. No, it, look, look at the sign. It says absolutely no request. Yeah, leave the DJ alone. Yes. Thank you. No, I, I am constructing... Hang on, let me get my card. I am constructing a mix out of songs to create a vibe slash journey slash musical experience outside the catering to an individual's desire to hear my song, if you know what I mean. If you can't live inside the music, you should just stay at home and listen to your iPod. Requests are for scared, musically uneducated dweebs who have no desire to learn about new good tracks or experience the art of modern EDM. There. Jeez. Oh. Okay, she's gone. Hey, by the way, just to let you know a little secret. I found out that DJs really don't do anything. All I'm doing is just replaying something that Vamp recorded like a month ago. 
It's really simple. <laughs> That's why I can't do requests. But I, listen, I was sworn to secrecy by the, the DJs of America Club. Geeks even made me pinky swear to it. God. So anyway, Duna Bob Show, Sundays, 6 8 Eastern, nhbradio.com. Be there. The No Holds Barred Radio Network sucks! The Chaotic Cast would like to pat itself on the ass for bringing you eons of broadcasting excellence. Since before the world had hair on its nuts, we were there documenting watershed waterhead moments. Together, we uncovered the origin of humanity. The space raptor astronauts which came to Earth and created the human race. Maybe you've heard of that before. We enrich your lives with enlightened religious points of view. Those who remain neutral in the battle were cursed to be born with black skin. This is the Mormon explanation for the Negro race. And gradually, the listener count rose. Our tireless efforts resulted in a public outcry of support. Here's one listener's feedback. Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. Whoa, whoa. That was awesome. That was awesome right there. God damn. We even started getting praise from on high. Here's some feedback from NHB management. The Chaotic Cast is live every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Tune in and interact with the show by going to nhbradio.com. Also available as a podcast at chaoticcast.com. No holds barred radio. If you're not listening, you can't hear this. Hello, my name is Flo, host of the goddamn show with Chicken Fuck. You're listening to the No Holds Barred Radio Network, which you can hear on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. I just fucking piss. You know what? Fuck Damon. I don't feel like doing any of this shit. Please, bitch. When I think of the No Holds Barred Radio Network, I think of an internet radio station with decks. The No Holds Barred Radio Network is an internet original adult comedy network. Uh, that's it! Vaginal adhesive. Go to www.nh... Fuck. Go to www.nhb... Piss! Shit, I just remembered. Ramen noodles are four for one today at the store. <laughs> www. N-H-B radio R-A-D-7 fucking L- Elf fucking prick Hello, my name is Sloan Host of the goddamn show And you're listening to my butthole Woo! N-H-B radio Com dot Fuck Oh my god There's alcohol in my beer You will need a program like Winamp In order to listen to the stream or else just call your mama Cockweevil. Either way works. No, seriously. Visit our website at www.nhbradio.com to get all the information about the show. And check. Hello, my name is... Oh, shit. Shit, I know it's somewhere around here somewhere. Does it start with an S? 
Hello, my name is Sloan, host of the goddamn show, which you can listen to on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Go to www.nhbradio.com for more information. I'll see you there, you butt bag! You ass miner! You dick! Get the hell off my lawn! Oh shit! NHB Radio! The No Holds Barred Radio Network. Your home for vaginal adhesive. Can I go now? Well? You've tuned to the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Now lick the underside of my sack! I love those Sloan promos. Gotta love a good old school Sloan. What do you think, Brian? They're definitely weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's uh, that's how they roll in West Virginia. Oh, okay, that's the excuse. That's yeah. That that is uh, you 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 don't know much about Sloan, do you? No. <laughs> well, well, now you do. That's that's Sloan. That's the guy who is most known for uh, he he's quite famous for putting shit in the microwave. Literally. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Well, you know, he did it so you don't have to. Right. There you go. Although you know, I I think he was faking it. So I I think if we really want to know what really happens, we we have to. But. Right, right, that's, right. That's right. <laughs> but we'll save that for another week because we got to talk about tech stuff. And uh, I, I did some raspberry pieing over the past week. Because weekend. it's pie time. It's pie time. And uh, do you want to go first? I, I go first most weeks, and then, like, uh, but but uh, w- w- let's see. You were playing around with some controllers. I was playing around controllers. I I I spent I think an hour with it. I kind of got frustrated because most of the stuff you research into talks about the old version and doesn't, you know, they're not updated for the new version because everything's freaking moved around and whatever. And I just got frustrated. And I did get to where you can configure it and I was pushing the buttons, you know, with that opening screen. Right. And I got to the thing. Okay, now you can go play a game. Of course, there's no games loaded. Well, no, you do have to wait. You could have asked me. I, I would have told you where to get games. I know. I know. I, I actually, I was going to send you an email to you know, kind of have, point me in direction of a couple of games. But well, well, well what kind of games are you looking started. for? Are you looking for? Like, uh, I would. I would go with anything to start. Um. Okay. All right. Well, Mario. Anything. Whatever. Just. Just. You know. Hey, it's just for fun, right? Uh. You, you want Nintendo? You want Super Nintendo? You. Um, I would just go with with classic Nintendo at first. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I got like a massive. Incidentally, system. while we're on the topic, there's you know Nintendo came out with the classic NES game. I guess. Yeah, that is. You know what? It's cool, but it's also kind of preloaded like, with like thirty games. Right. It's was it is it fifty or sixty bucks? It's I think sixty bucks, I believe. Something like that. And but but then you kind of go, um, but is there a slot for a uh, controller? I mean, a uh, cartridge. 
it, it just looks like a miniature Apparently version of an old tiny. Nintendo. Yeah. So I don't think there's any... You know what? I don't know if it's been said that you can't add more games to it, but there's certainly nothing suggesting that you can. So I think it's just this and unit that has... And I got the impression has... that there are some, uh, some um, USB slots. Okay, what do you do with those? You know, I, I'm going to have to see what more... It, it, it's the type of thing that you look at it and it looks cool because it looks like a Nintendo. And it's cool that they've made uh, classic Nintendo controllers that have that type of connection that will plug into a Wii controller so you can use them on your Wii. Um, you, you know, the whole thing looks cool, but w coming uh, practically, from a practical standpoint, I can't see spending 60 bucks. For 30 games that I already have several times over, and a device that's not upgradable. But um, I don't know a whole lot about it. it you know, maybe maybe there's something I don't know about this that makes it work worthwhile. I mean, it, it looks cool. If anything, it's like I wouldn't mind having one because it looks cool. But sixty bucks is a lot of money to spend for something that looks cool. But then again, I did just spend ninety bucks for a power glove, so. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, is there? How do I share a screen? Uh, if you know that bar of uh, buttons on the left side, if you yeah. move your mouse over there, the second one is like a green screen with a white arrow in the middle of it. Share a screen. Right. You push that, and then you pick what you want to share. And then you hit start share screen, and there now you can you know like see my there screen there. So there there's a picture of the thing that's been uh, put or out. Or you there. flip over to mine because you control who's who's up there. Well, right now it, it it goes automatically. So yours shows when you talk, mine shows when I talk. But I can hold on oh, yours. Okay, okay, I will talk, and yeah. you can. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll do, hold. Do you see my... It's flipping back and forth between both of ours now. But you got like the the okay. box that it comes in. And, and I got like a hand. Which, of course, yours with the hand, you can see better what it looks like. I mean, the, that's how big it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's no Contra on the list. Uh, Mega Man 2, Double Dragon 2, Donkey Kong, Castlevania, Legend of Zelda, and Zelda 2, Kid Icarus. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Balloon Fight, Bubble Bobble, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon 2, The Revenge, Mario, Excite Bike. Final Fantasy, Galaga, Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius, Ice Climber, Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, Mario Brothers, Mega Man 2, Metroid, classic, gotta love the Metroid, Ninja Gaiden, Pac-Man, Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream. No, see, people really want Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Star uh, Tropics, Super C, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario 2, Super Mario 3, well, wait, I I'm confused because it says Mario in the list, but then also says Mario Brothers as a Super Mario 1, 2, and 3. So I, what the heck is just playing Mario? I don't get that. Oh, Dr. Mario is probably what they mean there because alphabetically oh. Dr. Mario would go there and somehow this okay. list dropped the doctor off of it. Uh, Temco Bowl, Legend of Zelda, and Zelda 2. Oh, the system does let you save your games wherever you left off. Basically, it's an it's an emulator with yeah. only thirty games packed into a box. The only real selling point to me is that it looks cool. Um, 
but okay, so you look at the cover on it. I can see your screen, or if you see mine, and it looks like a pop-up front. But, but that's not big enough for cartridges because the, the the classic Nintendo was a much bigger cartridge, right? Yeah, basically, it's it, it's a miniature version of a Nintendo. I don't even know if the door opens actually. That well, might, it looks like it opens. Uh, I, well, yeah, but the, it's designed to look like the original Nintendo, so it could yeah, just be yeah. a fake seam to make a fake door. Oh, those control those are uh, controller ports in the right, front. Right, those are where the controller ports would have gone, and those are a different style controller port. It's designed to look like the original Nintendo, so that door may be a fake. Um, yeah. Oh, available. 11 slash 11. So we're going to have to wait a while, huh? Yeah, it, it still remains to be seen just what the dealio is with this thing. Because, you know, it's 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 cool, but it's not $60 cool. Unless, well, it unless on how much money you've got, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know what, I, I think it's more... Um, it, I'm not the target audience for this thing because I'm right. a little I'm a little too hardcore for something like this. I think yeah. this is HDMI more, cable. Okay, you know that's cool. I think this is more of a. AC, you you wonder if they threw in a ras Raspberry Pi in it. There's some kind of emulating type of thing going on in there, but you know right. what? I think this is this is basically. Because let's face it, there's a lot of nostalgia stuff going on here with people that are going out buying the sure. old things. But there's people that might be nostalgic, but not to that level. So this is more of a gift idea, kind of like, hey, it's a fun little toy that plays these old games you used to like without having to go out and track down ancient systems and figure out how to work them. Right. Uh, or figuring out how to set up an emulator and make it work right. You just plug it in your HDMI port and go, and here's, you know. Right a decent selection of classic games. It's not a bad product for a gift idea for someone who's a little nostalgia for their childhood that wouldn't mind. It might be a good gift for Nick, actually. Right, because I think he just got frustrated with the idea of using an emulator, right? Well, I, he, I got him set up on the Nintendo emulator, all right, and I think he played through Zelda, and I... I, I Okay. I may have set him up on the Super Nintendo, but I think there were times where he came back frustrated that he couldn't figure because he was he was not technically inclined, which was the most bizarre thing because he was a programmer. For a he programmer, worked, yeah. He worked with computers for a living, but he didn't know right. how to use one. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, it was hard to write. Don't fucking make me use it. <laughs> I mean, anytime he bought a new computer, he invited He's bringing you. bringing it into somebody to help fix it up. You, yeah. you had to go over and help him set it up. Yeah, the, this last one, he kind of got me, hey, come on over, come on over. And he got tired of asking. In fact, he wouldn't ask a second time or even try to arrange a time. And so he brought it to work and had uh, my Fong do it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a this is a good thing actually. Yeah. For you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind hanging out with the dude. I've been, been to his place. Yeah. But you know, 
you know, check out his uh, Hummel collection. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's always fun to come over Sweet house with and, his cats. You know, come yeah. over, you know, pick up the cat. He's a little shithead. Isn't he a little shithead? He's a little shithead. Right. Hang the cat upside down. Yeah, <laughs> that's all fun. Oh, that Griffey was a little shithead. Right. But uh, but uh, so, anyways, um, I uh, decided I wanted to play Metroid Two. And uh, as I mentioned, I bought an original Game Boy and I bought an original Metroid 2 cartridge. And you would think that, oh, well, you could play the original thing on the original system as it originally would. And and that'd be great if I wanted to stare at a tiny green screen with, you know, awful gray uh, drawings on it. Uh, so then the other option is, well, I could throw my Metroid 2 cartridge in my Super Game Boy and, and, and play it on the Super Nintendo through the Super Game Boy. And it's, but that puts a big border around the screen. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to bring up the Raspberry Pi, put in my USB, uh, my, my original Nintendo controller that I converted to USB, and I'm going to play it on the Raspberry Pi. And I did a little re- research on this, and it's interesting because I brought up the Wikipedia page for Metroid 2, and I found out something that I never knew before. There were some original Game Boy games that when they came out with the Game Boy Color, they programmed the Game Boy Color to have special color palettes for certain popular original Game Boy games. And my first thought is, is well, you can program a custom palette on the Super Game Boy. So I just find out what palette they set up for Metroid, and I bring that up on the Super Game Boy. Well, the thing is, though, is the Game Boy Color was able to do more than four colors on an original Game Boy game because it could do a separate set of colors for sprites from your backgrounds. So the Metroid 2 palette for for uh, Game Boy Color actually gives you, like, an eight-color palette to play Metroid 2 on. The Super Game Boy does not have that capability. However... The Super Game Boy was set to pick preferred palettes for certain popular games. So there is a preferred palette it brings up for Metroid 2, but it's only a four-color palette that looks ugly because it's got, like, you know, baby diarrhea green in the background. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't like the, uh, that at all. But uh, Metroid 2 looks not bad on a, on a Game Boy Color. Game Boy Advance will do the same thing. It's kind of got kind of a light bluish and black background, but it makes Samus and the guys uh, uh, yellow and, and reds in, in their colors. Um, so it's it's a much um, more fun. It, it, it's a much better looking game in the Game Boy Color than in an original Game Boy. Uh, so I decided, well, I'll play it on the Raspberry Pi because emulators will, will pick up these palettes if they're set to do so. So I, I open up the game on my Raspberry Pi. Uh, and I load it in my GB uh, folder. I open it up, and it comes up in black and white. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a little investigating here. So I thought, well, maybe if I put the ROM in my Game Boy Color folder, then the emulator will treat it as a Game Boy Color would, and then it'll add the palette that the Game Boy Color would. I did. I tried that. That did not work. All right, well, now I'm going to do research. And, of course, I had to, like, log on to my Comcast hotspot in order to go to the RetroPie forums to read anything there because my IP address is still forbidden from viewing anything on their page. 
So and, and and they won't and I can't post as making ebbs because they won't let me post from non ISP sources. They flag that as spam and won't even let the post go through. So I can't post from my phone. I can't post from an anonymous browser. So uh, oh crap! Yeah, yeah. So I have to get a VPN. So well, uh, I, that that I could do that, but actually Reddit has uh, uh, threads for RetroPie. So I posted over on Reddit okay. asking them. The thing is, is I figured it out on my own before anyone answered me. Right. Um, because Incidentally, I... you might find this interesting. Okay. I just Googled for laughs. Uh, NES cartridge to USB adapter. And there's a bunch of hits. Somebody uh, makes that kind of a thing. I'm that gonna... would let you take an original cartridge... In fact, there's, uh, uh, you know, SNES and, and others. Uh, you know, so if you want to create an image, that's what you would do. You you would read it on a USB, right. USB device, and then you've got an image, I would think. Yeah, I, mean, I, I never knew how people were making those ROMs, but I figured someone was making yeah. some devices that did that. Um, right. But most people just download them. Right, right, right. But if you had one, you kind of go, oh, you know, I want this one. I don't want this one that I, you know, you can find. Right. In fact, uh, apparently Amazon even carries a device. Huh. Interesting. Uh, so anyways, um, I did some looking online and I found some guides that threw me down the wrong path because they were saying, oh, well, there's a pallets folder in this path, uh, uh, the BIOS folder on your Raspberry Pi. And I go in there, and sure enough, there's a palette folder, and there's a default.pal file in there. And it's like if you put in a .pal file with the same name as your ROM, it will use that palette when you play that ROM. It seemed logical to me. So it's like, okay, well, how do I create uh, the, the, the palette file? Well, it turns out the emulator that um, is used in the Raspberry Pi there's a PC version of that same emulator, and you could, through the menus, create your custom palettes and save them, and it creates a .pal file in the correct format uh, somewhere in your app data folders. Uh, so I, I uh, And that emulator, when I opened up Metroid 2, bam, colors. Uh, and so I went into the custom palette, and I just saved that palette under a, a different name, and I went in and found, sure enough, it created a .pal file under my app data path, and I copied that out to my USB drive, hooked it up to the Pi, uh, uh, set it up to come up as a mounted device, copied that to the right folder path, restarted my Pi, opened up Metroid 2, no colors, black and white. So that was not uh, valid information. Maybe a few versions ago it used to do that, but it currently does not do that which is really confusing because the palette folder exists on my pi and i didn't create that so it's like this right. folders here with settings that it used to use but doesn't use i don't know but i i did some investigating and eventually i found the the game boy um uh on, on github.com slash retro pi slash retro pi dash setup slash wiki slash game dash boy it kind of gives you information about the the Game Boy. Um, actually, that's is that even the right path? Um, well, that gives you some information. But I I eventually went to um, uh, somewhere on there. I found it, but I'm not seeing it now. Um, but I, I I read over that a few times. 
but it seemed like that was only leading me to be able to set general presets for the Game Boy Color palettes. Because the Game Boy Color uh, had preset palettes that you could select for Game Boy games based on button combina- combinations uh, while the Game Boy screen was up. Um, and there are ways that you could set that palette to be a default palette for uh, it to play Game Boy games with on the emulator. Um, so I kind of disregarded that because that wasn't what I was looking to do. Uh, but then I dug a little further in there, and it turns out that what you could do is you can go into the quick menu um, when you bring up the game in the emulator, and through there you could select options. And under there on the emulator, there's a setting uh called uh gb colorization and the default setting for gb colorization on the emulator is off on the retro pi now i don't know why that's the default setting because if you get the pc version of the emulator by default it gives you colors uh but the next setting on there is auto so i set it from off to auto and figured well let's see what auto does and i restarted my pi i brought metroid 2 and I got, you know, blues and black in the background, and yellow on the title. I'm like, there we go. That's the that's the the, the, the that, that's the, the, the pre configured palette for Metroid two. And uh, you know, it only took me like five hours to sort that out, which is yeah. five hours I was not playing Metroid two. But uh, Right, right. I did get in some good Metroid 2 playing, and uh, it's 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 much better with the color palette than it would be on an ancient handheld Game Boy. Although I might still play it on the handheld Game Boy at some point for old times' sake. Um, so yeah, that was uh, what I figured out. So if you out. have enough time, you can find the answers yourself. <laughs> well, that's been the game all along because no no right. one's actually really given me much information. Usually they, right. they just act like, uh, you know, jerks towards me and then I piss them off. Well, and, and the thing I find irritating, and, and this is almost repeating myself, but, you know, you go to the uh, RetroPrize setup and the information is just very minimal. Yeah. And they the, don't even give you a Q&A of, hey, hey, try this, this, and this to kind of let you branch out on your own. And then they get pissy. You know, you're just at the end of, uh, then what? And, and then they get pissy when you ask questions. Be, and they start sending yeah. you to a page of, did you do all these things before you asked this question? Yes. And it's like, yes, yeah, fuck yes, you. Yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You almost have to anticipate your uh, the steps. You kind of, I tried this, I tried this, I tried this, I tried this. I'm lost. You know, because I'm not the type of guy that goes, hey, I, you know, didn't try anything, uh, you know, just fucking tell me how to do everything and hold my hand. You know, I try different things and I always post many different things I've tried. And then people will ignore half the things I say, ask me the one thing I didn't tell them, which is irrelevant. And then when I go, well, that's not relevant because of this, they go, just answer the question. I can't help you if you're not going to answer my questions. You're not going to ha- yeah. help me anyways because you're asking the wrong questions. I already know you're looking in the wrong place. Right. And right. then and it's like, hey, I'm trying to help you. You know, don't get how dare you get mad at someone that's, you know, vol- uh, you know, right, voluntarily right. their free time to help you. And it's like, hey, the thought's nice, but if you're going to be an idiot, I'm going to call you out on it. Right. And they're calling you out for being an idiot, too. So, 
Well, yeah. That's kind of the trouble. But the thing is, is that I end up finding the answer. Uh, and, and actually, I, and the reason why I was able to explain where I went to that menu and did it is because I actually posted the answer in the thread I started that no one p- responded to. And after I post the answer, then someone replies and goes, thanks for posting the solution you found instead of just abandoning the post. I may have a play with this myself. So I, <laughs> so, so he was he was actually trying to figure out how to go through the thing himself. Right. I asked, he wasn't come up out to come up with an answer. He was looking for the you know, to, he was looking for an answer himself. I, I I don't think I'm doing it right. You're supposed to ask questions and get help, and someone explains how to do it. I ask questions, and I end up helping someone else find the answer. Yeah. Right. Well, good for you. Yeah. You know. Good job, man. Good job. But uh, you know what? We got a call coming in. Oh, this this is good because we have some chicken-related questions. Yes. And speaking of chicken. This must be the the chicken man. Uh, hello there, caller. Damn, this connected quick. Okay, turn that down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There we go. Hey, it's Fitz Venison. <laughs> How you doing? Yes. Well, the area is recovering. The, the what's recovering? Wow. The area here. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard you had some bad weather over there. I I, I, yeah. I haven't been following it on news other than I saw your tweets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had a little rain in Boston today, but luckily it stopped before I had to uh, walk to the train station. So it was Holy all good. Holy shit, that was intense. <laughs> I mean, normally, normally when it rained here... You know, because storms come through here, they'll either go to the north, to the south. Sometimes they'll split up and go around us. No, no, Mother Nature said, today is your turn. <laughs> and she and gave it to you. Up. <laughs> oh, she gave it to us good. I looked at the radar and at the storm itself and saw the red the red splotch, which is the most intense part of the storm, was right over me. The lightning wow. was intense. The wind was See, intense. See, all we've been getting here is uh, we've been getting the fog, so we're getting actually nicer weather. You know, it's not so hot. Oh, dude, we got our ass kicked. <laughs> There's still power out still in a lot of surrounding towns. <laughs> Trees down, telephone poles down, dead traffic lights. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I even had, you know, the power kept flipping on, on and off here like about 11 times. One of them was really intense because it had, you know, it was like a boom, boom, boom. Wait, wait, right wait. Right outside the porch. <laughs> there was a, a a storm going on and you left the power on enough to know that it was going off. and on. It, Mind you, this is coming through an extension cord running through the yard. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if the lightning well, hit well, the extension cord? <laughs> well, then that wasn't it. Like, you know, but I, I would have unplugged everything. Well, to a point, you know, because if it's going to hit, it's going to hit it anyway. And I didn't feel like sitting in the dark and well, the fucking thunderstorm. Well, you got a fireplace. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it don't quite work. <laughs> uh-huh, but wow. But yeah, when it, when those when those when those three booms went off. Power went off right when right when that happened. I was like, "Oh God, what did it hit?" <laughs> oh dear. Well, we're, we're glad to hear you came through all right. Uh, but you, now, yeah, now, we, 
Now, you watch a lot of TV in your spare time, don't you? Oh, boy. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's constantly. All right. Well, do you pay attention to the commercials? Some of them. Okay, because Brian has a question about a uh, commercial, don't you, Brian? Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, You know, of course, uh, KFC has uh, brought brought back the... uh, the Colonel from the Dead. So oh, that's yeah. a little creepy. But they have this new ad I've seen twice, I think. And it's a uh, uh, a Colonel apparently getting a summer tan. But you kind of go, I think it's a different actor. And I get the, my impression is it's oh, a yeah. black guy. Uh, have you seen that? Is is this the commercial? Is hey there, folks, it's me, the extra crispy colonel. Now, I love original. Uh, we're not seeing. Oh, is that is that is that, is that the one? I'm feeling yeah. a little. Extra. I'm not sure if that's tan or that's very tan. That's what I'm thinking is that tan? Uh, have Have you seen this commercial, Venison? Uh, I don't think so. At least I or I never pay attention to it. But it's not coming to mind. No, this is this is not the guy that's been playing the colonel in the last few commercials before this, because because uh, they had that it's finger looking. I don't know some guy from like Saturday Night Live was playing the colonel. I don't know who this guy is, but we're not sure. If, so you're you're not sure if this is supposed to be tan or if this is supposed to be what the deal? Is. That is very tan. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's a black guy. <laughs> You know, I, you know what what <laughs> message are they trying to send? I mean, are they trying you know? to make you question if he's black or white? Are they trying to reach both audiences at the same time? I uh, don't. What, what? I'm very confused, and that's why I, I thought, well, let's see if Venison. We want to see if Venison ha- can oh, weigh in on is he black or is he not black? I, uh, you know. I I never saw that one, but you know, let's face it's it. It's fairly right? recent. I mean, it's fairly recent. I think I've seen it a couple times, and only in the last week. And it's like. Okay, I think they're bringing creepy to a whole new level. Yeah, I mean, he's got like a palm tree and ocean in the background, and he is very tan looking. Yeah, I mean, come on, they're doing that all over media in Hollywood, you know, because which bug, which is really fucking me out. I mean, come on, a female James Bond, you know, they got that idea going, and now, you know, supposedly they've got cast, you know, for uh, the next, you know, for one of the new Batman movies. A black Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, what? Even I'm going, what? <laughs> Why? Well, you know, I, I thought Will Smith in uh, the Wild Wild West was pretty good. I liked him. And oh, yeah, some people took issue with that. But, you know, I mean, to me, like, hey, you know what? It's kind of taken as a comedy. Yeah, it's not your old Wild Wild West. It's not uh, Robert Conrad. Well, it's kind of like when no, they... You're not uh, even trying to make it look like Robert Conrad. It's, it's, but, you know, it's like I when had they, fun uh, with it. I thought it was cool. Uh, it's like when they made the Honeymooners movie with Cedric the Entertainers. Uh, it, it, it was like, wait, that's the Honeymooners? I mean, that... Yeah, really. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 they're taking the names of characters... 
and 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 making them completely different characters, basically. Which you know, that's right. all right. Nothing wrong with that, but uh, it, it is kind of it does kind of throw you off at first. Like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. You know, it kind of is. You know, a, a standard is a standard. <laughs> now, but we do have a very important question for you, Venison. If you're standing in the middle of the street, and to your left is a KFC, and to your right is a Popeyes, and you know you Popeyes. got what? Popeyes. Uh, hey, Nick. I'll go to Popeyes first. Nick, Nick was right. <laughs> yeah. Nick was. A, you know, I, 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 for the first time, <laughs> I went into a Popeyes when I was in Singapore. I had never been into one before. You know, so like, okay, I got to try it. Hey, you know what? My impression is it's the same old stuff. Well, no, no. Because well, Popeyes has a a less greasy type of breading. I mean, it's 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 uh, a thicker breading. Yeah. It's a cleaner experience. I mean. Uh, the KFC, you're gonna have greasy hands afterwards. Well, What's that? Unless, of course, you use uh, a knife and their spork. Although, don't try to spear it with their spork because it is the lamest spork on the planet. A spork you know, is. Those tines don't aren't meant to jab into things. A spork is not a good one of either. Right. Oh, of course not. It's a pretty but bad my spoon. Is nice and greasy. You know, then yeah. the way you kind of want it greasy. Well, K- uh, KFC was, I mean, that was one thing that Nick always commented on was that, you know, every time we came back from KFC, you know, they should give you a wet nap because it was greasy. Then we went to, we start going to Popeye's and he's like, oh, it's not as greasy as the hands are, don't get as greasy. And, and also you yeah. got like the, the spicy option. Although, no, KFC has a spicy option as well. Yeah. I like them both for what they are. You know, they, they're both different yeah. things to me. But uh, but yeah, I uh, yeah, the Popeyes yeah. just need to be tastier, a little more meatier, mm. not as dry. Yeah, I, the, in in Singapore, I didn't get the impression. But then again, some of the the places in Singapore were a little bit different. Uh, in fact, most of the places, you know, you're talking about, you know, Burger King or McDonald's or Carl mm. Jr. Or on the East Coast, that would be Hardee's. Uh, when you order a chicken sandwich, you're going to get, in Singapore, you're going to get brown meat instead of white meat. Hmm. You know, the thigh and uh, the thigh and stuff instead of breast meat. Uh, I just call it brown meat. Do the cool. right sin. I missed that question to Vin. Why was it? Um, what? Wait, why was what? Why, was, why is Popeye's better? Um, uh, venison, why is Popeye's better? I don't know. I, I just like it. You know, for some reason, it just seems to be a little meatier. The you know the coating seems a little bit better. Not you know not as thick. You know, it's just good and crunchy. Hmm. And you know, I don't know. It just seems a little bit better. You know, well, I, uh... like in KFC, the thing they're promoting now is that popcorn ch- chicken, and I hate that stuff because you get a little hardly any meat, and you get all this greasy yes. coating stuff. Yes. Like I, I don't want. The coating really yeah, is much. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I because I tried this. And I thought you know, oh, this sounds cool because I like you know, chicken nuggets are good, chicken tenders are good. Right. 
uh, you know, no bone. And so I, one time I decided, <coughs> I'll, I'll try this popcorn chicken. So I was like, a good idea. And I realized, you know, yeah, you're barely getting any meat in there and a lot of breading. Yeah. It's, it's, you know. And some of the chunks you eat, the little smaller chunks, it's only breading. Yeah. Like, no, this is crap. Oh, no. In fact, actually, at uh, KFC, you know, you get your three-piece meal and you can ask for a breast or even all breast. They charge you extra for it. You said, so what? But I want, I want breast meat. And you get a lot of meat there. Oh yeah, you know I always, I usually, if I go to KFC, I get three piece white meat, which give you two breasts and a wing. And yeah, uh, yeah they charge you a little extra for that. But I, I don't, I don't like legs and thighs. I like breasts. Yeah. I also like breasts when it comes to chicken. Right. Hey, see, <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> Just slipped it around there. Hey, I got, I, you got a nice applause track there. Yeah, yeah. I was Did really, you get a laugh track, by the way? Did you pull together a laugh track? Um, uh, yeah. uh, I, uh, I don't, hey, audience, how about a laugh? No. Um, no, I'm, no. I've, not, okay. I've not reached this level of comedy yet. Um, okay. Oh, real quick, though. Just to go back to Pokemon for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Not Pokemon, not not from what people are doing Pokemon Go. I mean, we're almost getting tired of that. But Mad Magazine did something that I thought was kind of, you know, when I saw this, I actually thought it was kind of horrifying, pitiful, a little bit sad they did this. And the thing they did, they had people vote on how, you know, on how they like to see Pikachu executed. And the votes came in... And what they did was they had somebody come up there and shove a dynamite stick up his asshole, shove it in there real good and hard and light it. And you just see him just like trying to reach back with his little hand there, trying to grab the thing and he had removed it, but he couldn't reach it. So he just turned around, you know, kneeled down and put his hands over his ears, <laughs> you know, and shaking. And, you know, of course, the thing, you know, blew up and all was bones, body parts, and guts flying everywhere in an eyeball. It was like, oh my god! Yeah, that was pretty funny. I don't know if I like yeah. that one. Yeah, that was pretty sick, though. <laughs> uh, that's not good either. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't have a laugh track that's uh, uh, about the same size as my applause track. I need about five people laughing is, is what I need. But no, yeah, that sounds pretty sick. I missed that, though. Uh, what was that, Mad TV? Okay. Uh, no, no uh, the Mad you know, Comic. Oh. Mad Magazine. You know, Mad, Mad Magazine. Mad Magazine. <laughs> you know, and I even I got admit I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Pokemon either. But that was just sad. <laughs> I mean, you know, just I mean, just to see Pikachu react the way he did, man, it was just sad. But it was pretty disgusting, and gross too. Sounds like it. He did a pretty good drawing of uh, the guts flying everywhere. You say you're not into that, but you, yeah, you've, yeah. you've shared uh, you've shared many gross things with us over the years, there, uh, Venison. 
Yeah. <laughs> that I have. And oh, oh, that's I hate there's all that uh uh sign or whatever about some town that no. I forgot what it was for, but someone made a post on Facebook to Facebook someone sign that has you know, they had the word fisting on it. <laughs> and like, uh and I thought, you know, and both and replied. Was that Gregorian chant? Hmm? At some point, your like sound just turned into Gregorian chant for a moment there. Yeah, I think it's that, 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 that demon. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's connect, connecting with Hal or something. I, I think so. Uh, have have you been painting uh, pentagrams on your floor again, Venison? No We're contacting. Uh, who are the Who are some of the characters in uh, Ghostbusters? Ghoul or Zool? Whatever. Zool. Vince Clortho. <laughs> the Keymaster. Uh, I think some of Skywalk's UFOs have been sipping over. Maybe. Hmm. Oh God. Like, yeah, he told me that he saw he saw two UF, two UFOs last week. I'm sorry, guys. Like, so we can't even understand <laughs> you at this point. But uh, so so Brian, you set up your controller and you just need games, right? Yeah, I need to adjust my controller and then uh, I need a game or two. You know, you know, kind of anything. Okay, it could even be a Pokemon. I don't care. Okay, well, I'll send I'll send a collection of some games to you. And uh, now, did you figure out? Did you put the jump drive in the USB uh, port and have it create a folder structure for you? I'm sorry. Say that again. Well, um, you know how to get the games onto it, right? Uh, I would assume you use some kind of a. Uh you know, FTP or SH, SF, you know. Oh, no, it's, easy, it's easier than that. You take an empty USB jump drive. And, yeah. And when you're at the menu, you put it in a USB port. And, and the light will blink, and you wait for the light yeah. to stop blinking. And then when yeah. the light stops blinking, you take it out, and there'll be a folder structure on the USB port, on uh, the USB drive. And in there, you, oh, okay. you're going to go like to a RetroPie f- uh, folder, and then there'll be a ROMs folder, and then there'll be different folder structures for a different type of emulators. And you got to put your, your game files into the appropriate folder for the type of uh, system it is. Uh, oh, okay. And, and, and then you put the USB dr- drive back in your, your Raspberry Pi while it's on the menu, and once again, you wait for the light to stop blinking because it'll copy those files onto your, your Pi automatically for you. And and then you know those, those. So then that becomes like a transfer device. Right. Yeah, right. that's cool. It's pretty convenient. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to find out next week how you do with some games because I'll send you some. Yeah. You know, I'll send you some old school Pac-Man and Donkey Kong for your. Uh, yeah, you just know, the basic game. ones. Yeah, that's fine. I'll send you a collection of Nintendo stuff, and you know, hey, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll throw in some Pokemon stuff for the Game Boy. Just a just a couple. Yeah, I mean, that, don't go too far because uh, you know. Hey, you got to get one to work first, right? Right, right. But uh, let's start with asteroids. Aster- oh yeah, I can say asteroids. Hey, uh, any other games? Uh, what, what games do you like to play, Venison? Uh, they're more modern. <laughs> I'm into Privateer. That's my favorite one. 
No, but, but as a kid, did you have any game system besides Pong? Did you ever have an Atari? Nope. No, but you had the Pong. Yeah, the original one. Well, that's cool. Still works. It's up in the attic. When's the last time you had it turned on? Uh, uh, 20 years ago. So it still worked 20 years ago is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, you should yeah. plug it in. You should plug it in to see that it works. Yeah. and, and I had a uh, Atari 2600 that was, you know, kind of a, a retro one, you know, even 20 years ago. Uh, and I, I bought it and I had some, had some cartridges and I set it aside for, you know, like five years. I plugged it in and then it didn't work. It's like, meh. That sucks. Meh. Yeah, it did suck. You might be able to find someone to repair that. No, I got rid of it. Oh, you keep the cartridges at I least? I think I sold off the cartridges on eBay uh-huh. and then pitched the the, uh, the, the, the base machine. I, I think I did that. You anyway. should have sold remember. the whole thing as one lot, broken machine and cartridges. I suppose, yeah. Oh, I, well. Yeah. But, uh, well, did you have E.T.? Uh, I don't think I did. Ah, <laughs> oh, well. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I sold at a time when, shall we say, you know, on these collectible things, you have the uh, the waxing and waning of interest. You know, when it wanes, you don't get any money yeah. for it. When it waxes, uh, yeah, you do okay. Although... Having original packaging is always good. Well, I, I had a situation. I, actually, I recently picked up a power glove that's on its way here, and it's got the original box. And um, Well, here's what happened, because I've been keeping my eye out for a power glove for a while now, because you know, I, I remember the power glove. And I, I remember you know, it was heavily promoted. It was only around for a year, and it's considered a flop and a failure. But, you know, a few people I knew had it, and it seemed like one of those types of cool things that, you know, uh, kids that had everything or the parents bought the more stuff, you know, the cool kids uh, bought one. I remember uh, one of the guys I was in Cub Scouts with, he had one. I played at his house once. Which system is that on for? Nintendo. Original Nintendo. And um, so I, at some point when uh, when Nintendo had fallen out of style... And uh, it might have been around the time where Super Nintendo was hitting hitting its its peak. It, I think it was around the time before or just when Nintendo 64 came out. You could get original Nintendo stuff dirt cheap because, like, that was, like, so old. You, you could buy and, – and Funko yeah. Land uh, it still existed. And you could buy all kinds of used games from them dirt cheap. And so I was like, I got to get to a Funko Land and buy th- this stuff cheap. And so I went to a Funko Land, and I'm like, do you have a power glove? And they're like, well, we have one. And it was the type of thing that no one's looking for. No one wants it. There weren't many of them around, so I only had the one. And I, and I bought it. And I don't think I paid that much for it. I might have paid like 20 bucks, But it got it, it got lost in the shuffle because it was at the Shore House. And after yeah. Sandy came through, I don't know. but I So I've been looking out for them on eBay. And, and they'll sell for like over 100 bucks at the box. And so I, I decided to do another uh, look on Saturday, and someone's got one, 90 bucks free shipping with original box. And I was like, is it just me or is that a good deal? And I decided, well, let me just do a quick search 
for sold listings of the Power Glove, and I see the exact same picture on a sold listing. And I'm like, oh, no, is this a fake, a fake listing? But it was the same guy. So I think what happened is the guy listed it. It sold for like 101 or $102, and the guy must have backed out. So I decided, hey, I'd be happy to get 90 I'll just throw it on a buy it now for 10 bucks less than what this jackass backed out on, and, and uh, hopefully this will go quickly. And, yeah, it went quickly because I was like, 90 bucks is fair for that with original box. And so, yay, I have a power glove again as soon as it gets here. With box, it'll display nicely. Right. I, I think it, the image that I'm sharing there is the, is the glove, correct? That, that right there is the glove. Yeah. With the whole arm, the, the wrist control buttons on it and the little thing on the back of the hand. Yeah. Well, right now, I've actually been That's looking. Cool. I don't remember that thing. You'd, wow, you don't. No, but you know, I was never into the original Nintendo. I never had a Nintendo system, well, you know, because I had Atari. One thing I was thinking of getting was uh, the robot for the Nintendo. And um, if you get the robot, there's only two games that play on it. And the one was Gyromite, which is like the easy one to get. Everyone had that. And uh, But there was a second game made for it, which sucks and is boring, called Stack Up. And uh, as you can see, getting Stack Up in its original box right here is a buy it now of 470 bucks. Uh, a cartridge by itself has a buy it now of 90 bucks. Uh, here's a stack of cartridge with the parts that you need to play it for 260 bucks. Uh, th that is a, a little further than I'm willing to go. Uh, th this game is uh, a way too expensive. That's it's because it's rare. Just individual pieces by themselves sell for 25 bucks. Yeah. And it's a pretty boring game. The idea is having the robot move these plastic pieces around to put them in the correct order. Um, it's a pretty boring game. But, uh, yeah, let me see if I can find my um, uh, the power glove that I got. So you can check out. Uh, it's, it's um, you now you can see all the stuff I'm looking at. Uh, uh, there we go. There it is. Uh, yeah, Nintendo power glove. I'll. There, look at that original box, uh, instruction booklet, and everything. Not bad. Now I'm one of the cool kids. What do you think, Venison? Do you ever uh, buy into any gimmicks like that? Nah. And right now I'm looking at this new storm cluster it just moved to the state. Uh, okay. Well, there we go. Well, while Venison just moves into Sussex and Warren County. Well, there you go. Um. Well, and while... just about to go into Morris County. Well, this weather report is brought to you from Nintendo, creator of the Power Glove. Actually, it was made by Mattel, I think. But uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, it's that time again. Time to put another fun-filled edition of uh, insert title here to bed. Well, all right. No more storm. <laughs> you tell him, Venison. Way it goes. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that 
would scare me, man. There you go. Wait, did you find the robot there? Is that what you're showing the robot, right? Yeah. You know, I had one of those by itself, and I think I threw it out at some point because I was like, this thing doesn't work. I don't have all the parts for it, and I, I, I am no longer abused at seeing this thing. And I wish I kept it because that by itself brings in some money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in uh, fact, one of the uh, hits was uh, the value of the robot. But I, you know, I, I went for the image. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably buy uh, one of those again someday. I probably won't get stack up though, because that is just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like uh, if someone's got just the robot by itself for oh, well, sixty bucks gets you one. I could probably do better though. Yeah, because I'm probably gonna want to well, buy. Well, robotics, robotics is huge. I wouldn't be surprised if someone you know kind of went forward into doing something with. Say Raspberry Pi or something like that. Well, the only thing it does is turn and open and then close its its uh, arms. It's not much to do with it. You'd have to build something right, new. Right, right. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, but anyways, because you know, at the Make Fair there were all kinds of robots doing stuff. Right. You know. But you know we do try to be educational here, and I think we've learned yeah. a whole lot here today. So, um, what have you learned this week, Brian? Well, that uh, quad is four times four times better than mono. <laughs> <laughs> and I've learned that uh, if, if, if you're a bad performer and, and, and you're holding a viewer till nearly the end of the trick, speed it up and finish it up before they leave because they're, they're not after staying that long in a bad performance, it, it, it doesn't matter. They're not going to stay for the last five seconds. Right, right. Um, uh, Venison, what have you learned? I've learned that banking with you is boring. That what with me is boring? Banking. Okay. Come back. I've learned that Venison's connection is just, uh, did you, did you understand any of that, Brian? Yeah. I, 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 I got bits Bill. of it. You know, it just... Yeah. Well, ba- banking with, jo- with Jonathan is boring. Hanking? Yes. What's hanking? Banking. 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 Bank. Banking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I was. By the way, I, I uh, when I was in Houston, I worked with this guy. I go to lunch with him quite a bit, and he would say, "Hey, do you mind if we stop off at a bank? I need change for a twenty. Well, like the restaurant we were going to couldn't do that. Well, now, to be fair, maybe he's, uh, you know, uh, in an apartment complex that has coin-operated laundry and he needed a roll of quarters. No, he was just getting changed for 20. Oh. And he lived in a house that had laundry equipment. You know, he had his washer and dryer. Well, I remember um, uh, there was a story once about a guy uh, that worked at a place I used to work at that uh, uh, every now and then, uh, it was a garbage company I worked at, and they yeah. had this, uh, they, they would give the guy like the deposit to drop off. So, you know, you go to the drive-thru, drop off the deposit and whatever. And one day he's, you know, working out in the yard and he finds uh, in one of the dumpsters or something, this uh, toy gun, and he's just kind of twirling it around all day. 
and you know he's carrying it with him. He's trolling it, and he he goes to drive uh, up bank with the put the deposit while he's out on his lunch break, and you know he's waiting in line in, in the car, and you know he's fidgeting a bit. He's still got the toy gun in his pocket. He pulls it around. He twirls it around his fingers. Next thing, the flashing police cars come up behind him. Because <laughs> the bank tellers looked out the window and saw a guy twirling a gun in his car. Yeah, right, right. And uh, yeah, what you talking about? Uh, yeah. Apparently, the cops called him uh, stupid. Uh, not in those exact words. I don't think more of kind of yeah. a, what were you thinking type of thing. Clearly, he right. wasn't. Yeah. You could see how that could happen, right? Sure, absolutely. But but at least that was before uh, the day. And, where, and, and we all hope that we're just not that stupid. Yeah, and and, and luck, lucky for him that was uh, back in the times when uh, uh, before they started shooting first, ask questions later. So right, uh, he right. was able yeah, to. Where did uh, that come from? Yeah, but uh, anyways, uh, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, uh, I, I think I'm getting a look right now. And uh, good night. All right. I'll plug into the other computer.